Welcome back to Gab with Gabby, the podcast, the potty. Let's talk some shit, shall we? Potty mouths. Hello. How is everybody? I obviously have not recorded an episode in what feels like a million hundred thousand years. I almost just said degrees. Ah, Ah, yes. Brain is working full cylinders. Um, Someone recently asked me if I was still doing my podcast. And I was like, well, I haven't done an episode in literally months. But that doesn't mean that it's dead and gone for me, so to speak. So here I am. I'm back. I missed couple things. First of all, a year, celebrating a year of me doing the podcast. What? That was in January. That's how far behind I am. Um, Oh, I know what happened amongst a million other things. I went back to listen to the most recent. Oh, okay. I started talking to a guy on Hinge and I had in my profile that I have a podcast and he was like, kept asking me what the podcast is. And I was like, sir, I'm not well. So I went back to listen to the most recent episode thinking like, okay, let's say I tell him that it's called Gab with Gabby and go take a look or whatever. Like what's his first impression going to be? Because I assume when someone listens to a podcast, they're going to go to the most recent episode. Um, Well, it was me literally sick as a dog sounded absolutely disgusting was an absolute trash barrel describing how sick I felt to you guys right before I had COVID. Well, I actually, I had COVID and didn't know it yet. And I was like, first of all, I can't tell this person this. Second of all, I should be embarrassed that that is the quality of work that I felt was acceptable to put out onto the interwebs, first of all. And second of all, to subject all of you to listen to that. Or maybe you started listening and said, "Mm, that's a hail nah for me, dog. I'm absolutely not listening to her sound like that and talk like that. So my apologies for that. Um, If you're wondering where that went with that guy, the answer is uh, the same place that it goes with every other guy, uh, nowhere land. So for him specifically, I forget what happened. Oh, yeah, I have so ma- I have so many stories to catch you guys up on. Not really, but I mean a lot in like my realm of a lot. Um, but so this must have been, I, I yeah maybe like Christmas, New Year's time. Um, excuse me. Wow, had Chipotle time. I'm a classy lady. So him and I were talking, and he would send pictures all the time not those kinds of pictures babes get your dirty mind out of the gutter he was sending just like a lot of pictures of I think his dog or of the food he was making there was like something he he was like very chatty however never made a move to ask me out on a date even though I think when we transitioned to text it's because he'd asked me on a date so I'd said or like had asked me to grab drinks I was like yeah sure here's my number whatever um So I just stopped responding. He texted me once. He texted me twice. He texted me three times and was like, so I guess you're not interested. And I didn't feel like I needed to block him because I thought that me 
not responding that many times made it pretty fucking clear that I was, that I am not interested in you. And then he texts me again, like, oh, I guessed not or something like that. And I was like, yeah, you, you know what? You actually guessed correctly. You're right. I'm actually not interested. And perhaps the naysayers, perhaps the people who aren't on the dating apps as frequently as I am will say, well, why would you ghost him? I don't think it's ghosting if we've never met. I don't think that I owe someone who I've exchanged messages for a couple of days the satisfaction of saying, I'm just not feeling this. And also like, it could be just for nothing. Like I I could just not be into the person and just not want to talk to them. And it sounds like I'm making excuses, but I think I just question this all the time. I'm like, well, do I have to give the person a reason or is it okay that I just am not feeling it? But also if I'm not feeling it, like maybe I should just give the person a chance, but then I'd be going on a date with literally everybody, not everybody, of course, but all the people that I talk to, it's not many. I mean, realistically, I could do that. Like my schedule's pretty clear otherwise, but, um, anyway, so I think I went on a hiatus after that from the dating apps. I was like, I need a break. This just is not doing what it needs to be doing. Let's be clear. Are the dating apps ever doing what they need to be doing? No, not at all. But then recently, maybe two, three, four, (laughs) however long ago, I got bored. Actually, I think what happened was maybe Deb and I were together and we redownloaded the apps. That does tend to be what happens. I'm trying to think if it was pre-Aruba. Oh, it's another thing. I haven't talked to you guys since I went to Aruba 1 or 2. Aruba 1.0 or 2.0. Nuts. Um, Whatever. It doesn't really. The timeline, I guess, is irrelevant here. I uh, redownloaded the apps and have been trying to be more open to talking to people on them. And what that means for me is I look at their profiles if they like me with one eye open kind of squinting and if they don't look egregious to me then I match them and then I just never look at their profile again and that's because I know myself and I know that I can very easily be icked out and I don't want to be I want to give people a chance but in that I feel like I'm also kind of missing I feel like I am the bar is lowering so to speak. But I'm also trying to like, in my mind, the idea is, well, if I get along with someone personality wise, then maybe the looks wise will like catch up. It's not that I'm, I'm matching with a bunch of uggos, but it's just like, I think of all the people that I've talked to recently, um, 90% of them, I probably wouldn't have matched if I was being picky, like looks wise. Okay. And this is a side note. There is like no one on my dating apps that are my type. Are they all in relationships? And I feel like my type is pretty basic, all things considered. And yet, and thus, I persevere and still don't see people that are my type. I'm so then I'm I'm talking to people that are like that I find attractive, but that aren't my like ooh ideal. This is coming off super wrong, but I'm just wondering where they all are. Where are you, babes? Are you all dating girls? Are you guys coming off of relationships anytime soon so I can get a chance? Like, did I miss the boat? I don't know. So anyways, that has been my strategy. 
And I do have a date story to update you guys on. Um, so if you got this notification and you're listening to this episode, congratulations for you for getting a good story because I don't know if I'm going to post on my Instagram and tell people that there is a new episode. I don't know. What do I care? What do you care? What do we care? Who knows? Okay. So I started talking to this guy on Hinge and all I remember, 6'6", somewhat in the realm of my type, but like on the very, very like skinny, lanky side. But again, you know, beggars can't be choosers. So whatever. We like start talking and very soon after he asks me, "Mm, how did we transition? Maybe he asked if I wanted to get a drink. I don't know. Anyways, there's been a theme on the apps recently where guys are like pretty quick after a couple messages like, hey, would you be down to grab a drink sometime? Um, Which normally is very much not my MO. It gives uh, desperate vibes. But to the tune of making more of an effort and being more open and hot girl summer coming and you know, me trying to really put myself out there. I'm kind of starting to put that aside. And also I'm thinking to myself, well, what's the worst that can happen on a date? Like things are awkward. I could talk to a literal brick wall. I say this every day, especially every time I'm recording a podcast. I am quite literally talking to the brick walls around me. So anyways, we move over to texting and we're texting like very little, not like anything crazy, but it's fine. It's going whatever. Um, he asks me what my plans are for the weekend. I already know it's coming. So I ignore him for a couple hours until the next day until I decide, okay, fine. Oh, I can finally deal with this. Uh, so I texted him back and I told him loosely what my plans were. And he asked me if I wanted to grab a coffee. Whoa, whoa, coffee, not even a drink. That's the first time that I've been asked that. And I was kind of into it. I was like, you know what? Yeah, that seems like an adult thing to do. Now I'm kind of like, oh my God, am I getting old that we're doing coffee dates? I don't know. That's just me overthinking everything. So he asked if I want to do a coffee date. I said, sure. We scheduled for um, last Saturday morning. So I got up. Oh, well, so we're like leading into the weekend and he starts like trying to be flirty with me and I'm kind of like not... I'm not into it. Um, It's like the purple devil emoji. He called me cutie when I've like literally never looked uglier in my entire life. It's just like little things. But I was like, you know what? Don't egg yourself out. Again, who knows? Um, I will add some context uh, about this person. Uh, Fresh off the boat. Fresh off the boat from Greece, has been here for a couple months, but is like a research fellow at Harvard. I'm really giving a lot of details here that perhaps I shouldn't, but I guess I'm not like revealing their identity. Anyways, these context clues matter. So uh, Saturday morning rolls around. I go to the gym. I somehow make myself look presentable again to go get coffee. I'm not nervous, might I add, which is a good sign, I guess. Maybe I should have been excited, but I was kind of like not really, but not not excited. This was like literally indifferent. That's a good word to use. Indifferent. So we ended up going to Tate in Newton Center and I walk in. He had texted me saying, hey, I'm here. I'm, I'm on. I'm in line. So I walk in and I like 
he's facing the other direction. So I tap him on the shoulder and like said hi and gave him a hug. And then we're in line and I've literally, we just started the conversation and he already starts to reach and touch my mm, lower love handle, lower fat tire. Um, and I was like, okay, I thought it was like kind of like, some people do that in like sparingly, intermittently as flirting, you know, the physical touch kind of thing. But we literally have just met. It's not like we've been talking for three weeks. Also, you know, like have a relationship built and now we're only just getting around to meeting in person. Like we've barely exchanged words, sir. But I'm thinking, okay, whatever. It's just, it's just because we're in line. I try and kind of step back and place like a little bit of space between us he keeps closing the gap immediately I'm like oh Lori we're in for it we're in for it and what's funny is I had told Shannon one of my friends that I was going on a coffee date and she said that her mom always says that you know coffee dates are good because you know within five minutes of being on a coffee date with someone if you're going to get along with them or not so we're a minute and a half in and I was like oh yeah okay uh well, want to leave right now, but obviously can't. So we're in line. The Tate line is astronomical. So long, obviously. He reaches down and grabs my necklace. I shouldn't say grabs. That gives it more of an, um, what's the word? Aggressive uh, connotation than it actually was. But he like held my, like, gra- like took my necklace in his hand. and was like, oh, I really like that. And, you know, I said, oh, thank you. I got it while I was in Brazil with my family. And he said something along the lines of, oh, you're Brazilian. Oh, that explains the Latina body. Immediately, I thought, all right, if there was any, any, any hope of this kind of redeeming itself, that's the word that I'm looking for. It's definitely not happening now. I don't know how to explain it, but I just absolutely hate being spoken to like that. Also, do I have a Latina body? Yes, but I just, I don't know. I just don't want to be categorized like that. I don't know how else, I don't know how else to describe it. So we order our coffees and we go to grab seats. And the only seats that are available are bar seats. Why Tate has a bar? I don't know. It's not my kind of bar, but it's like the milk bar or the coffee bar, I guess I should say. Milk bar? Where did I get that from? So anyways, I sit down and I have my body facing the bar completely as if anyone in the entire world could look and see my body language as saying, please don't talk to me. He sits down beside me, facing me 100%. His legs are spread wide open as he's facing me. And then for the duration of the next 40 minutes of our coffee date, he has his hand on my lower back and on my leg, on my jean, in my jean hole on my thigh. I was wearing a sweater that was open back. I thought it was a fun little detail. I've never regretted anything more in my life. The only time that the Lord gave me a reprieve from this man in his hands were when he would stop to drink his massive cappuccino cup with both hands. And 
so many thoughts. First of all, imagine if there had been alcohol involved. What? Second of all, I can understand, like, if I was giving something back in terms of body language being into this situation, I was so cold. I was so cold. I was fake laughing the entire time. I just also... I was embarrassed to be in this situation in the sense that like if people can overhear our conversation and can very much tell that we're on a first date and you're acting like this and your body is doing that, what are they gonna what are they gonna think of me? This is ugh. So it just was the whole time I was like, wow, I can't wait to leave. I'm also so glad that this is just a coffee because I can accidentally stay on dates for hours, hours. Again, could literally talk to anyone. And this is the first time that I was like, even though I don't like you, I literally can't even stand being here with you and talking to you. And also made just like not funny jokes. Like he asked me about driving into the city if I do that or Uber or take the train or whatever. And I was like, I mean, like sometimes I'll drive, but I prefer not to. And he was like, oh, can't park. And I was like, excuse you? I grew up in Alston. Of course I can park. Of course I can parallel park. Like, what do you mean? So it was just little things like that, that amongst obviously a million other things and just like a very quick on the spot, obvious, mm, no, this isn't going to work that had me running for the hills so ready to leave the 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 ending was pretty awkward too so I we finished our coffee and I said okay shall we shall we head out so we walk outside and I said thanks again for the date I gave him a hug again being polite and he asked me where I parked my car and I parked we both we both ended up being on the opposite side of the street like across the street but I was on one end and he was on the other and but when I told him that he said well you have to cross street too. So I had to, I was forced to cross street with him. What if I needed to go to the CVS across on this side of the street to grab tampons, which was a very real reality. What if I'd, what if I needed to do that? So I had to cross street with him. And as we're crossing the street, he asked about if I already had plans for next weekend, which, you know, I don't know if it was out of him being polite or what the situation was, but you didn't get a sense at all from the state that I wasn't interested. You're already implying, hinting, asking, hoping for another one. Oh, no, 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 no. So I said something like, oh, I'm seeing my friend for her birthday. It's super delayed. And then I actually have a wedding the weekend afterwards. So I'm going to be super busy all weekend. Just very, very obviously trying to not give him any hope that I'm going to see him. So then we went to say bye and forced me into a hug again. And I did a side hug and I looked up and it looked like his head had been down. And I don't know, you guys, I don't know if he was going to go in for the kiss, if that's what was happening, but I swerved that so hard. And I just would have been so mortified if standing in the middle of Newton Center, this massively tall man kissed me in broad daylight on a Saturday. I just simply would never be the same person. So God really looked out for me on that one when I swerved him. Um, so I left and then I didn't text him because 
well, obvious reasons. Also, I didn't even feel the need to be polite to text him. I figured he would text me. I'm not entirely sure what I thought there. Well, he never did. So one way or another, he did finally get the hint that I was not interested. But man, I left and I drove. I was driving home and I missed the turn to my house and I just kept driving and I just kept driving. Before I knew it, I'd ended up at TJ Maxx Marshalls for some retail therapy because I just was like, I need something to get my mind off of how turb that was. Like I said, the funny thing is that I, this whole time I've been like, well, what's the worst thing that could happen on a date that it's awkward? No, that's actually not the worst thing that could happen. So that was last weekend. Um, had two other people that I was talking to. One of them, I feel bad, really, really nice dude, but just, I went, you know, again, I'm, I, I've been matching people and then not really looking at their profile. And he just was a little, not my type over text saying some things I just was thinking, um, uh, what's going on? What's going on? A little too eager, a little too enthusiastic, not even about me, about everything. I'm like, what's going on? So I, stopped responding to him as well. Not proud of that one, but it did happen. Uh, I actually was supposed to see him either (laughs) today, but then he texted to reschedule and I just didn't respond and that's where it ended. Um, Again, do feel bad for that, but also a girl's gonna do what a girl has got to do. And then there's another dude that I'm talking to that we both equally take about nine hours to respond to each other. The one time that I tried to respond pretty quickly, he still took hours to respond. So there is really no sense of urgency on either of our parts. I don't know if we would be a good match because he hikes after work occasionally. Uh, He did so on Monday. And I don't know if that's a good lifestyle match, but I am willing to give it a try. I suppose. And man, that's that's the update. But so my friend Megan, if I haven't mentioned her on here before, she reads transits and people's birth charts. um, If you're into astrology and all that jazz, which I am. And so she told me a couple months ago that the spring would have really, really good energy around dating. So I'm waiting for the good energy to come knocking at my door apparently. And then two weekends ago, maybe or something, I was asking her about it. And I said, okay, but you know, do I have to put in effort is my question? Or is this a path of least resistance kind of thing? Allow the doors to open themselves. Trust that the timing is going, you know, things are going to manifest themselves when they manifest themselves. And, um, and don't get me wrong. She's very much like me in terms of like single dating, all that good jazz. So I expected her to say, yes, girl, just let it happen. Feel it out, you know, and no, no, actually her response was, yeah, I know you don't want to hear this, but you got to put in some effort. Basically, what the 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 stars are saying right now is that the universe will support you but you got to be putting in the work so I have been trying and that's probably why I'm talking to all these dodo birds but stay tuned on any developments I you know don't really know what else there is to say on that after speaking for 20 hmm, however many minutes also, I just want to speak to a recent... Oh, the kid just texted me back. 
I asked if he had any fun weekend plans. Let's see. No, nothing really. Nursing his doggo back to health. Hmm. I don't like when people say that, except for my friend Dave Bruce says that. He always talks to his dog about, talks about his dog, calls her doggo, but I'm not trying to date Dave. <laughs> um, Lululemon. Yeah. So I went to the mall a couple weekends ago with Deb after spin class and I, she bought the scuba sweater from Lulu a couple weeks back and loves it. And I saw it in store in black and I thought, I'll just try it on. I had no intention of buying it, but I just wanted to try it on and see how it fit. I never really shop for anything when I go into Lululemon just because I'm overwhelmed by the amount of choices. I'm overwhelmed by the price. I'm overwhelmed by potentially not fitting into things. So anyways, I tried it on and immediately I thought, fuck, I am in trouble because I am obsessed with this sweatshirt despite how much it costs. So I bought it and that has combined with, I would say, work anxiety and stress really spiraled me into a Lululemon obsession that I'm not sure anyone could see coming. I definitely couldn't. Um, Is it a Lululemon specific obsession or is it a spending money in order to feel control, happiness, serotonin, um, gratification. I don't know. I don't know. One way or another, um, you know, the TikTok sound that's like, make his pockets hurt. Um, I'm making my own pockets hurt. So if anyone has recommendations for good items to buy from Lululemon, definitely hit me up. Let's be Lulu friends. But that's the newest, the latest, and the greatest I have missed doing this. Let's see if I can keep it up and pop in. But yeah, let's have a great weekend, everybody. And you know what it is. Let's get after it. 